Hey, man. You there? Hello? <clears throat> I guess not. not here right now it's just me and he's still got his little thing recording so i figure he'll probably listen to this in post and uh so this is my opportunity to talk smack about him and then him find out when i'm not really around so uh yeah superman sucks um ah you're back hey buddy (laughs) and talk to the wife (laughs) i was just having fun because i knew your thing was still recording so, uh, just let's I'll know what you're talking about soon. I know. I left some stuff for you. <laughs> I absolutely love this cover. Well, which I one? Know. There was like, I don't know, seven of them. <laughs> the main one, the one with him putting on his boots because it would take Flash that long to put on its boots. Well, do you, do you know, like, uh, the Wally West series ended with, like, Wally not wearing the boots, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, Wally's not wearing the boots, and then, you know, here you get Barry putting on his freaking boots, and it's like, you know, dude, you're stealing boots from, like, your, from, like, your adopted kid, practically. That's wrong. Welcome, everybody, to a special side episode of Views from the Long Box, to confuse the numbering even further. Woohoo! Uh, my name is Michael Bailey, and with me is my semi-regular co-host, Shag. The Irredeemable Shag! And this time out, we are going to be discussing Flash Rebirth number one. We're going to try our best that about a week or two after the issue of Flash Rebirth comes out, that we'll get together and spend about 10, 15 minutes talking about it. I'm going to spend a lot of this episode eating a big, helping, heaping dose of crow. Uh, How would you like that? Rare? Medium? Well, it's it's like I told you in our previews thing from last month. Uh, I like it with the sweet and sour sauce from McDonald's. I used to not like that, but it's really good. Uh, well, just for the record, Mike will be eating crow this week. Um, I don't know that I will be. But here's the thing, folks. For for people who have been following views from the long box for the past like three or four months, you'll know that I have been pissed at DC on a near-daily basis. I'm trying not to be, but Dan DiDio keeps doing interviews at Newsarama, and it's really hard not to read them, and then it's really hard not to spew venom all over the internet 
but I've controlled myself. But one of the things that I have been very vocal about is the fact that I don't like the fact that they're doing Flash Rebirth. Shag and I were very open and upfront about the fact that we were going to probably like it. Yeah. Because it's Jeff Johns and Ethan Van Skyver. It's like we, we said, at its core, we don't like the idea. We don't like the idea of bringing Barry Allen back. But damn it, because of the people involved, we're going to enjoy it anyway, even though we don't like it. So I said, I'm not going to read this until the hardcover comes out. Because if I'm going to get something, I'm going to get the hardcover. And a couple weeks ago, I was at the I was at Titans. I was looking at the issues on the rack, as I am wont to do. And I successfully avoided Battle for the Cow for the fifth week in a row. <laughs> very happy with myself. No, seriously, every time I walk by it, I'm like, well, both issues are up here. and I can No, 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 because you're going to get into all the Batman books. No. But I look down and go, hey, there's Flash Rebirth. And it was like this, da 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 da, da here are the Superman books. Hey, there's Flash Rebirth. Da, 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 da. Hey, look, Green Lantern. Hey, Flash Rebirth. And I finally just sighed, dropped my shoulders, went over, picked it up off the shelf, and kind of held it out to the guy behind the counter. It was either Pete or uh, Michael. And it was like, I'm getting it. And they had no idea what I was talking about. But I felt like I was a complete and utter fraud. But I'm so glad I bought it. You, you are. It was so good. No. Uh. Yes, it was. Shut up. Let me enjoy it. What's wrong with your voice? <laughs> I'm just excited. So. I sucked a bunch of helium two seconds ago. Okay, so Mike loved it. Um, here's here's my take uh, in a nutshell. This is the hottest writer in comics today as far as I'm concerned. One of the hottest artists in comics today. And I read it and I was like, huh, okay, whatever. I expected to absolutely hate it because of the whole Barry Allen thing. Or I expected to absolutely love it because Jeff Johns just makes me fall in love with anything because I'm a whore for him. And... I just, I just, I'm just like, hmm, yeah, whatever. Just blah, meh. Did Jeff Johns turn you out? What? You said you're a whore for Jeff Johns. I was wondering if he actually turned you out. <laughs> yeah, a couple times. I've taken a few pimp slaps from him. But um, by, by the way, that Flash issue I was talking about a moment ago about the boots, it's Flash 247 of the previous run. Wally is standing there, and he is, his boots are off, and they're on the He's ground. Bootless. He's bootless, and the boots are on the ground next to him. Okay, really quick, because this isn't a full episode, and I don't think it could fill up a full episode. Um, reasons why I liked it, and things I did, and, and, and the few things that I had a problem with. Uh, this is very much a Jeff Johns story. While when Jeff is working on an ongoing series, he has kind of a varied approach to how he tells the story. With this sort of thing, it's, it's the Jeff Johns formula. We're going to set up a mystery... We're going to have a few cool things happen. We're going to get into the characters. We're going to have some deep narration. And then I'm going to end on a cliffhanger that's going to lead you going WTF-OMG. <laughs> so, right away at the beginning... Okay, <laughs> right away, spoiler warnings. If you haven't read it and are waiting for the trade, like I said I was going to do, you don't want to listen to this until it's all over. Absolutely but, true. Right away, the mystery has begun. There is this guy that breaks into the police headquarters. He kills a bunch of cops and recreates the accident of the Flash. He says, I brought you back, Barry. And right. it's the worst thing I could have done with you, to you. Speculation time. Yeah. Who, who was it? Is it, is it Hunter Zolomon? I mean, that's, that is probably the most obvious guess. He lost his powers. Yep. That is a real 
easy guess. Um, I I actually I don't know. I had this crazy idea in my head. I don't think it makes sense, but Hunter's Allman's most likely target. I was thinking, what if it's um, I don't remember his name, but the guy who's Cobalt Blue, Barry's twin brother. Barry's twin brother. It's it's that not would be weird. It's not a good idea. <laughs> I'll give you that. But it was like no one's gonna guess it. <laughs> Uh, now, I, every time I guess a secret in comic books, I mean, every single time, I'm wrong. So, folks, don't put any stock in any guess I put out there because I am never, ever right. Uh, I like the world's re- – uh, go on. Well, did, did Kinkata – I don't know if that's how you say his name, but didn't he have a, a lightning staff like this guy's holding? He might have. I am just now going through my Jeff Johns run of The Flash again. I could totally – I might be totally like, wrong there, but like nine years since I've read it, literally. Okay. At least the beginning of it. Uh, I liked the way the world was reacting to the Flash Returns. Uh, Mirror Master, as Jeff Johns pointed out in a Newsarama article, had a really great Jaws line, where the rogues are sitting around watching the news that Barry Allen or the Central City Flash is back, and he goes, "We're going to need more rogues." I totally <laughs> didn't put the connection in there that it was a Jaws line. Yeah, it, it took Jeff Johns pointing it out to me. Uh, Abracadabra is happy. I liked that. That was a cool kinda, nod to the Silver Age. I liked him holding the puppet. Kind of wondering what's going on with Dr. Alchemy. I guess that's going to probably either play out in the rest of this series or in the ongoing. So at least we're setting things up. Um, Jay tells the JSA about his experiences with Barry and why he's happy and how Barry called him Mr. Garrick until Wally ran beside them. But Wally called him Jay from day one. Now, I don't know if he's saying that Wally's rude, or he's just had a different relationship with him. I, I think he's just trying to say what a stand-up guy Barry is. I don't think he's saying Wally's rude. I think he's just saying, you know, Wally chose to call me Jay, but Barry always called me Mr. Garrick. You know, I think it's, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't take it as rude. Okay. And I'll fucking, and that, that, I'll fucking pimp-slap Jay if he's being rude about Wally. But anyway. <laughs> Um, they had Wally talking to the Titans, and it was kind of a neat scene because you're reminded of the fact that Wally has kids now and all that. But Wonder Woman, I mean Wonder Girl, Donna Donna Troy makes a comment that Wonder Woman told her to stay away from those boys, and I really don't like that characterization of Wonder Woman because it makes her seem very two dimensional. Uh. Men are bad, type of thing. No, she didn't say those boys. She said stay away from you boys, meaning Robin, Speedy, and Kid Flash. I still don't like it. Yeah, I, I, I'm I really okay. don't. I've always liked the characterization that Grant Morrison had. That Wonder Woman looked at Wally like the nephew that made really good. And that's a, that's a good way to put it. Did you so, notice how Wally kind of looks pissed? In all of his scenes, and not just at his kids for misbehaving, but, I mean, he looked... It's almost like, is he unhappy that Barry's back? I don't know. It's Usually Van Skyver's dead on with whatever's perfect, but here it just... It, I don't know. It was odd. Well, you know, he could be just unsettled in general. Could be. Uh, I think if anybody was going to be happy, it was going to be uh, Wally. Someone who's not happy. And there has been a lot of speculation on the internet and on podcasts that... Superboy Prime is the standard comic book fan's reaction to comic books. Right. That it's like metatextual. Yeah. 
I kind of get the same feeling here with Bart. Well, wait, it's not it's not speculation. Jeff Johns has come out and said Superboy Prime represents the fans. Okay, I think Bart represents the fans here. Because um, all of his dialogue is like, Barry's back, I don't like Barry, Wally is the only Flash to me. It's two things. I mean, there's there's that to some extent, but you you did catch... Bart's last line, which was, why is Barry the only one that escaped the Speed Force? What he's talking about is Max Mercury. Yeah, I kind of caught that, too. I thought about that as soon as I read that that line. I mean, it, like, it, wow, he just wants Max back. Right. I mean, as much as Wally was kind of like, you know, he's the Flash, Max was, his, was almost like a parent to him. Yeah, and when he died, that was sad. And it was just done. I mean, we haven't seen... There hasn't even been a tease of Max. You know, like a Speed Force ghost of Max, to my knowledge. Um, maybe there was somewhere, but I don't remember there being one. Uh, I think during Infinite Crisis. Yeah, okay, maybe. Maybe then. Alright, fair enough. Because I, I sort of blocked that out. But uh, I like R- Iris, but I always like Iris. She's very concerned, and I think that's a good... That, that would be her take on the entire situation. Like, he's back, but something's wrong and no one's talking about it. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I think we've talked about this before. How does she keep getting younger? <laughs> when she came back with Bart after Zero Hour, or right around Zero Hour, she was old as shit. I mean, she was an old lady, you know. And then when Jeff Johns took over the book, she became a little younger. She wasn't quite as old, and maybe she was coloring her hair. You could kind of pass it off as maybe she was coloring her hair. You know, here... She's a she's a stone cold fox, and she's maybe I don't know maybe twenty nine years old. <laughs> WTF? I mean, what's going on there? Uh, I loved the conversation between Hal and Barry at the museum. According to Johns, the reason why Barry is vibrating all the time is while he's talking to Hal, he's also touring the museum. See, I assumed. I like my answer better. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's obviously there's an obvious scene where he's running around, so you can kind of figure out what's going on. But I like the idea that it was the Speed Force trying to pull him back. Yeah, that's that's an interesting take, and and it might have something to do with it. But apparently, according to Johns, and I loved this interview, is he, he's like, how Barry was just taking in the thing while he was talking to Hal. He was keeping up the conversation. Yeah, it wasn't rude. He just didn't feel like waiting. Okay, <laughs> so, that's fine. Um, um, for for me, the take on this conversation it was it was sort of interesting, but it was a conversation between the two single most boring superheroes in the DC universe. <laughs> I have to say, no, I have to say, Jeff Johns, and he started this at Identity Crisis when he firmed up. He didn't write Identity uh, Crisis. N- could you wait? <laughs> started at Identity Crisis when he firmed up Barry's opinion on capital punishment. Oh, okay. And then did The Secret of Barry Allen. Right. He, he turned Barry in this issue into a badass. I don't know how he did it. Because Barry... In Rebirth? or in Yes, in Rebirth. Did we read different and, comic books? Yes, we probably did. Oh. He turned Barry to me for the first time after the since after the death of Iris West back in the 70s. Now, I didn't read it at the time, but I've read those issues. He turned Barry into a real character <clears throat> for me. Because those 80s issues of The Flash, no offense to Carrie Bates, weren't all that good. 
Firestorm and that Firestorm backups were good. Yeah, that that's like the only thing I liked about those issues and the <laughs> Doctor Fate backups. Yep. But uh, listening to Barry talk and listening to quote unquote listening to his narration, I got the sense that this guy is very driven. He is focused. He knows he's back, but and I'll get it to in a second. It's like okay, I'll jump ahead when he's fighting Savitar. Mm-hmm. Loved it. See, because I got the sense, I got the sense that he's like, "You fought my nephew, motherfucker. You're going down." <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna step back just a step. When he's in the museum and he takes off and everything, because he says he's, he's got to save the world. Uh, you know, he can't wait for everybody else. I, I mean, I just felt like Jeff Johns was sort of not parroting, but he was just bringing back that concept of what Wally was like in Kingdom Come. It's like you know, I can't take okay. a re- I can't afford to take a rest. I have to go save the world right now. Um, and the Savitar fight, and was I don't know. Um, I think he was trying to go more for the the cop aspect. You know, he said he's guilty. You know, these, they're really trying to hit home his uh, you know the cop mentality of black and white of you know, that's how Barry views the world. But, but I love that line. I'm not sure how you escaped, but you're about to wish you hadn't. Right. <laughs> it's just like. Holy crap, Barry's a badass. Well, I mean, and I didn't feel like, he, and I don't feel like he did say, you know, you mess with my nephew, so I'm going to kick your ass. It was, you know my nephew, but we haven't met, meaning we're, I'm more of a badass than my nephew is how I read that. Yeah, I just, I love that scene. Uh, not me. Not me. Not uh, me. Death of the Black Flash, good. That was cool. The cornfield it, and the kids. It was cool. It was cool, and I never liked the Black Flash. Me either. That that came up during the Morrison Miller run. Ugh. And you know, people accuse Jeff Johns of bringing back the Silver Age. Fuck that! When Morrison and Miller took over the Flash in the '90s for that year, God, I hated those stories. Yeah, hated them. Hey, H A double A by God E D. I mean, good I- God. They weren't that bad. They just weren't good. But, I mean, they weren't as bad as, like, I don't know, the conduit stuff in Superman. <laughs> wow, a callback to an, to an episode that either hasn't happened or just happened. Good job, Shag. <laughs> um, they put in the death of Barry's mother in this. Uh, again, WTF. Yeah. I don't remember her ever being dead. In fact, I remember a storyline where somebody took over the mind of his father the and top. left his mother. The top, yep. yes. Took over the mind of his father, and like it, w- it was a good story, actually, uh, the, the way that played out. So I don't know what... Uh, Johns always likes to add something to the backstory right. that motivates the present-day version of the character. I, it just, I feel like this sort of flies in the face of the Silver Age clean cut kind of you know, the silver age everything was very clean you know and but this is a straight up murder and i mean i could see why it could inform him becoming a police officer it does help guide that concept of why barry went into that line of work yeah but do you, oh do you think that's what dr alchemy's talking about i'm wondering that that, that that would be an interesting thing to tie it all up um or i wonder if dr alchemy Fucked with uh, Iris, and we just don't remember. Hmm. Van Skyver's art, awesome. I, 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 he promised all this really cool 
changes, like you know, the Green Lantern had the floating Green Lantern symbol and, and, and the neat stuff he did with the Green Lantern stuff. He promised he was going to bring that to the Flash. I, other than there's like little squiggly lightning every freaking where, um, and we've seen that before though. I, I don't see how this is that different than other Flash appearances. Shut up! I like it. Well, I'm not I'm saying I'm not saying it's bad. No, no, I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm giving you a hard time. I promise. And I'm and keep in mind when, when I'm when I'm being critical here. Understand that I don't hate it. I'm not saying that this guy is no better than I don't know George Tuska. I'm saying that it's just <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's just from what I expected. This isn't. I guess it's not everything I expected. I, I don't know. I, I was so excited to see what he was going to do because he talked about you know I'm going to make this guy a static drawn comic book image, make it look like he's moving faster than you can believe, and it's going to be different than anyone's ever done before. And it's like I I don't see how this is really that different. I mean, it's cool. But then again, the right. vaporized speedsters were kind of cool. Okay, let's talk about that. A little speculation real quick. Uh, if Savitar just totally vaporizes, yes. and, and when he does, he vaporizes at Barry's touch, to be specific. Um, yes. And then, like, every speedster around experiences some sort of uh, speed force backlash. So you get Wally's getting all, you know, lightning-y going like, ah! The kids are getting lightning, which is interesting, because... They don't really use the Speed Force, to my knowledge. Um, Kid Flash... But they're of the Speed Force. Sure. Kid Flash gets all lightning. Jay gets all lightning. Then, interestingly enough, they show um, Jesse... Liberty Bell. Yeah, Liberty Bell. Jesse Quick, who's been without her powers. So they show... That is going to be dealt with later in the series. What now? That is going to be dealt with later in the series. Do you know something? Jeff John said that that is going to be dealt with later in the series. Oh, see, that's not what I... Uh, okay, then my next speculation is out. Um, they also show the Black Flash, by the way, uh, in that little picture. So we, we know in issue two, a speedster dies. Yes. They don't say who. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean it's one of these speedsters I just mentioned, because there's several others out there. It could be you know Lady Flash or you know one of the Red Trinity or, or Blue Trinity or whatever. Um, yeah, I know. Wow. I was, I was going pretty obscure there. Um, there's even more. I, I was reading a, a thing the other day. There's a lot more obscure that even I'm like, I don't even know who the hell that is. But um, the turtle. Oh no! I mean, more obscure than that. We're talking stuff from the '60s. Uh, that okay. like you're like anybody would be like, who? What? I don't. What is that? Anyway, um, I was gonna guess it was. Hi, Liber- Kelson. <laughs> um, I was going to guess that it was actually... Oh, actually, I think it was Kelson that I read his post. <laughs> uh, I hope he listens to your show. Anyway, uh, I was going to guess it was going to be Liberty Bell, believe it or not, that was going to die. Uh, solely because Jeff Johns has sort of a habit of taking characters he likes off the table when he leaves a book. So I was thinking he was going to take Liberty Bell and Our Man off the table for JSA... Wow! By killing her, but that I, would be, I that would be so uh, God. That would be so ass clown of him. Sure, but I, I did actually hear today that um, Sturgis is already working on some plots for them. So I guess he still has them for JSA. And you just said they're going to explain what happens with her. So you know, once again, my theories are always wrong. Well, just to kind of wrap it up, I really liked this first issue a lot. Uh, I'm really glad that I broke down, got over myself, and bought it. I haven't been this jazzed about The Flash since the last time Jeff Johns wrote the book. In in reading this issue, he said he was going to deal with the legacy of the Speedsters, and I think he did. 
I think he brought back a feeling of grandeur to the Flash legacy. And I just want to say thank you, Jeff Johns and Ethan Van Skyver, for making me happy. And I'd like to say, meh. Anyways, Shag, go ahead and pip your stuff real quick so we can get out of here and do that previews episode. Yes. <laughs> Peeling back the fourth wall again. Uh, you can find me at onceuponageek.com. That's my weekdaily blog. Um, you can find me at firestormfan.com. You can find me on Twitter under Once Upon a Geek. You can find me uh, here at Views from the Longbox on the podcast from time to time. You can find me at the Views from the Longbox forum. You can find me at the Unique Geek Podcast. I'm a semi-regular on that. And you can find me in the Unique Geek Listserv, which is uh, listserv.theuniquegeek.com. All right. You can find the website for the show at www.viewsfromlongbox.com. Usually the show drops on Fridays now. Uh, you, at the website, you can find the RSS feed, the iTunes link. You can leave comments. Uh, you can write me an email at michael at viewsfromlongbox.com. There's the forums link. There is the link to the Facebook group. Uh, we are having a giveaway right now where if you download the PDF and have your picture taken with the little sign I have posted, along with a comic book professional or other celebrity type, I will give you something. Nothing much. And if you give me, a, if you take a bunch of pictures, you're going to get a lot of little things. Um, also, I don't know when this show is going to hit, but if it hits before May 2nd, I will be at Titans Game and Com- I will be at the College Park location of Titan Games and Comics uh, for free comic book day. So come on by. I'll have the information over at the site, and you can say hi and maybe sit down and talk with me a little bit on the record. You can also check me out at www.fortressofbailey2.com. So that's it for this time, everybody. We'll be back next month, hopefully, with Flash Rebirth number two. I just had a weird thought. Um, okay. And you can splice this into the show if you want. I don't care. Anyway, I just had a weird thought. When I was reading an interview with Jeff Johns about Rebirth, before it came out, they asked him about the Speed Force. And Jeff's response was, what's the Speed Force? And you know, the, the interviewer laughed and like, ha, ha, ha. I thought that was odd. Now, as I'm reading Rebirth number one, there, you know, Hal and Barry are discussing it. And um, he refers to the Speed Force, and Barry you know, kind of says, uh, I was part, you know, I wasn't anywhere, Hal. I was part of something, a part of an extra dimensional lightning that was all speedsters' access. And then uh, Hal says, you know, the Speed Force? And Barry goes, that's what they decided to call it, I guess. It was a storm of never ending lightning to me. I mean, he just kind of describes it a little differently than we've heard the Speed Force described before. And, you know, with this ending of everyone getting kind of fried. I wonder if they're going to, you know, tell us the Speed Force is not what we think it is. That's entirely possible. I wouldn't be surprised. So, because Jeff's comment of what's the Speed Force may have actually been a clue.